your Locked On Wild. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota Wild. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome to another episode of Locked On Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. On today's episode of Lockdown Wild, we will recap yet another thrilling game between the Wild and the Vegas Golden Knights, unfortunately ending in a 3-2 overtime loss for the Minnesota Wild. So we will recap what we saw in last night's game. Also, some encouraging fight shown by the Wild uh, in last night's uh, in the early portion of last night's game. We'll also hand out our three stars of the night, and we'll play over reaction or not, looking at some of the key elements from the game as well. So uh, plenty to get to here on today's show. My name is Seth Topol, your host of Lockdown Wild, a veteran of over 10 years of various coverage for Minnesota sports teams, including the Minnesota Wild exclusively the last couple of years. So uh, happy to be here with you, and uh, thanks for tuning in to Lockdown Wild here for today. Make sure to follow the show wherever you listen to podcasts. Let's dive in and recap what was another amazing game between the Wild and the Vegas Golden Knights? Can we just get the playoff series between these two teams already? Three uh, two, the Wild lost in overtime last night, and uh, there were several familiar elements that we have seen uh, over the uh, the last week. Uh, the Wild were trailing in the third period. Kirill Kaprizov got involved, and uh, the Wild were able to take a brief lead uh, before sending the game into overtime. And uh, the Wild then unfortunately fell. Uh, by that 3-2 to two score. There were a ton of fights, not only in this game, but throughout the NHL as well. Uh, we've got Tom Wilson to thank for that. If you missed it, uh, the New York Rangers and Washington Capitals game featured three fights right off of the opening faceoff and uh, a couple more sprinkled in as well. So uh, some absolute bedlam going on between the Rangers and the Capitals. And uh, some of that boiled over to the Wild and the Golden Knights last night as well. About midway through the um, first period, Nicholas Haug was uh, penalized for boarding on Kirill Kaprizov. Um, and it was a check from behind that sent Kaprizov into the boards. He took exception to that, so he went at Haug um, White Cloud got involved for the Golden Knights. Marcus Foligno got involved uh, for the Wilds because uh, that was that was one of the first instances we have seen. There have been a couple where teams have tried to really frustrate Kirill Kaprizov, but that was the first kind of unnecessary shot that we've seen taken at Kaprizov this year in which the team retaliated, and uh, it was nice to see the team have Kaprizov's back. Uh, but... That was just a minor taste of uh, what was yet to come because after uh, after that, um, White Cloud, Kaprizov, Haug, and Foligno all head to the box uh, for uh, various penalties in that skirmish. After that was done, uh, later in the period, um, Marcus Foligno took his opportunity to get even with Nicholas Haug, and uh, they both got five minutes for fighting. Uh, Felino definitely got some uh, some haymakers in, and uh, that is what you want your enforcer to do. Is if a uh, a teammate 
a player on the team, especially a player the likes of Kirill Kaprizov, uh, gets taken out in a way that uh, that you deem unnecessary. You want your enforcer to lay the law and say that we are not going to tolerate that kind of thing. And so Marcus Foligno did that. And uh, we got through the first period with no score, uh, despite uh, 30 penalty minutes combined between the two teams. And uh, we had a, there was an incident right before the period ended in which Ryan Hartman got tangled up with uh, Marc-Andre Fleury, and Braden McNabb came in to try to uh, make sure that Hartman didn't go after Fleury for tripping him. So a lot of bad blood between these teams, and... Some of that, I'm sure, is frustration on the Golden Knights' part because they had lost the last five matchups between these two teams. And uh, they had not won at XL Energy Center this season. They still haven't um, in regulation. So there was definitely some bad blood and some frustration by the Golden Knights. And uh, they, I think, tried to kind of bully their way to winning this game. Uh, but the Wild absolutely would not stand for it i was uh, i was really impressed by that um and the fight that uh, that they had to show that uh, they can't be bullied around they're not a team that's going to be able to be pushed around by uh, any of these other teams that they face in the playoffs so a very very entertaining first period uh, a busy first period with all of that going on as well and uh, so then we headed to the second period the Golden Knights get on the board first, and uh, that is the only score of the game. It was it was a little bit of a sloppy second period, uh, to say the least. Uh, the Wild kind of trying to get back to playing hockey, transition from the uh, the enforcing to playing hockey. So there were some uh, there were some mistakes. There was some sloppy play in the second period. That's kind of what we've seen from this team over the uh, the last handful of games. Um, as well, so that's that's not out of the uh, out of the ordinary. Uh, we fast forward to the third period, and the Wild down one nothing needed a little bit of a spark in the uh, the final few minutes of the uh, the third period. And who else but Kirill Kaprizov to deliver that with the game tying and the go ahead goal within two minutes of each other? Uh, Riley Smith then able to tie the score with a power play goal. And uh, a penalty on Matt Zuccarello that uh, a lot of people were saying was not warranted. I um, I'm not yet knowledgeable enough to know when penalties are warranted and not uh, as much as I'd like. So I uh, I really didn't have a say either way. But a lot of people uh, seeming to take exception to the Zuccarello penalty, which led to the game tying goal, and then Alex Petrangelo unties it. In overtime, and the Vegas Golden Knights come away with a 3-2 to win, but one that they definitely had to sweat uh, for the furious rally that the, uh, the Wild put on, thanks to Kirill Kaprizov. Big note from this game uh, before we move on. No Kevin Fiala. He was out of the lineup with a lower body injury. Not really sure as to his status heading into the weekend, but with the fact that uh, the regular season is winding down and the playoffs are on the way, I would not be surprised if he is held out as long as necessary to try to get him healthy for that uh, first-round playoff series. Hopefully, though, it's just minor, and they held him out of the game as a precaution uh, to ensure that he is healthy going forward. So uh, a great game by the Wilds, a good battle back. Unfortunately, they cannot complete the, uh, the comeback win, but sometimes that's how it rolls in the NHL. Coming up next, we'll hand out our three stars of the night, recapping some of the best performances by Wild players 
in a 3-2 overtime loss to the Vegas Golden Knights. That's next here on Locked on Wild. But first, I want to talk to you a little bit about Wealthfront. Investing can be complicated, but whether you're a beginner or you've been investing for years, Wealthfront makes it easy. They have the right tools for every portfolio. Wealthfront can create a portfolio of globally diversified, low-cost index funds personalized just for you in minutes. No manual trades, no picking stocks, no watching the stock market every day. They automatically handle all the investing based on preferences you control. Wealthfront is trusted with over $20 billion in assets, and you can get your first $5,000 managed for free by going to Wealthfront.com slash LockedOnNHL. All you need is $500 to get started. Grow your wealth the easy way and let Wealthfront do the work for you. To get your first $5,000 managed for free for life, go to Wealthfront.com slash LockedOnNHL. That's W-E-A-L-T-H-F-R-O-N-T dot com slash LockedOnNHL to start growing your savings. Go to Wealthfront.com slash LockedOnNHL and get started today. Chain stores have different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers. RockAuto.com's prices are the same for everybody and are always reliably low. RockAuto.com always offers the lowest prices possible rather than changing prices based on what the market will bear like airlines do. RockAuto.com is for everyone and does not require membership or account login. RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? So go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Make sure to write locked on in their how-did-you-hear-about-us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. All at rockauto.com. Continuing to recap the Wilds 3-2 overtime loss over the Vegas Golden Knights last night. And uh, plenty to continue to get to. So we'll head to our three stars of the night for last night's game. And we will start it off with Cam Talbot. 31 saves in 34 shot opportunities. Uh, did give up the uh, the game winner in overtime. Uh, but I thought Talbot was, uh, again, very solid and uh, throughout most of the third period did uh, exactly what he did in the Wilds' 6-5 to win over the Golden Knights. He completely held uh, Vegas off the scoreboard and allowed the Wild time to get back into the game. So uh, Talbot, I think, is a perfect choice for third star of the night, and uh, he just continues to surge along through the... Uh, the back half of this regular season. I mean, we've we've talked at length throughout the season, but his numbers overall, 18-7-5, and a 2.58 goals allowed average, and a 9-18 save percentage, uh, just continues to uh, really have some impressive performances. And, yeah, you look at a, a couple of his uh, most recent starts, the uh, the Golden Knights games, and uh, the St. Louis games, where he gave up five, five, and four. Yeah, that's going to hurt your goals allowed average. But he has had some really clutch moments throughout uh, all of those games, and last night was not an exception. Uh, as he uh, he did what he needed to do in the third period, uh, had uh, a huge save at the end of regulation 
to uh, send the game into overtime. So Talbot's um, sensational in uh, moments of last night's game, uh, despite the overall loss that the team took. So that is your third star of the night for the uh, Wild. Ryan Hartman going to get the second star of the night. He picked up a couple of assists and uh, helped uh, lay some justice on the Vegas Golden Knights last night. Uh, This is a wild team that I think we have seen uh, some different things from over the last, I would say, week and a half. Uh, A team that is, I think, showing that they're tired of being pushed around like they have been uh, against the likes of St. Louis and, uh, and Colorado a little bit this year. So I think we've seen them really start to um, to try to dish it back, and that is uh, that's encouraging for this team uh, to see that uh, that they're starting to um, they're starting to push back against teams that are trying to say you know hey we're the uh, we're the br- the big brother and uh, we're always going to you know be better than you guys and and you're you're going to be pushovers anytime you uh you run into us. Uh, the Wild are like, "You know what? No, we're not." So uh you're going to have to deal with it. So that's been very encouraging to see and uh Hartman helped levy some of that justice last night and uh it, it was uh it was encouraging despite uh, despite the loss to see that from this Wild team. Uh first star of the night of course, has to go to Kirill Kaprizov, the game-tying and go-ahead goal in the third period in rapid succession. And you look at the numbers now. He is uh, seventh in the NHL now in goals this season and has shattered pretty much every record that uh, Wild rookies had uh, heading into this season. And he's done so in a 56-game season, and he's done so as a rookie Um just an amazing putback um, in midair to uh, to get the first goal of the game, and then after Zuccarello's shot at Flurry missed, Kaprizov with a weird angle shot uh, able to put it in to um, to tie the score or to give the Wild the lead at two to one. At that point, he he still just continues to put up crazy numbers. He's on pace through an 82-game season for 41 goals and 74 points. Um, just absurd numbers. And uh, two more goals last night when it really counted the most. I keep saying it, and so if, you, uh, if you've if you heard me say it before on this show, you'll, you'll likely hear me say it again before the end of the regular season. This is the Calder Trophy winner that we uh, are seeing perform here with uh, the times that these goals are happening and the manner in which he is scoring. Uh, he just continues to just put up absurd stats and abs- absurd numbers for a rookie. So um, it's it's been an amazing to watch, and this this is not the first time that he's been the, uh, the first star of the night. It will definitely not be the last uh, because he's got a bright future ahead of him. And so uh, just really excited to uh, to see where that takes him. Some honorable mentions for last night that uh, that did not make the cut for three stars. Uh, we've got to, of course, go with uh, Marcus Foligno for uh, sticking up for Kirill Kaprizov and uh, and playing that enforcer role that he has become so good at. Uh, Matt Zuccarello as well. Uh, honorable mention for um, the the shots that he put on net uh, near the end of the game. 
that uh, that Kaprizov was able to uh, to tap in uh, for the uh, the tying and go ahead goals. So Zuccarello needs to uh, to get some recognition as well for his performance, um, despite just tallying the one assist. So. Those are your three stars for the night for last night's game. Coming up next, we will play Overreaction or Not, and we have a big one to discuss right off the bat, and it involves Zach Parisi. So you're going to want to stick around for that. Coming up next here on Locked on Wild. But first, I want to talk to you a little bit about BetOnline.ag. BetOnline.ag is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports action. Major League Baseball is in full swing and you can track every pitch, every at-bat at BetOnline.ag. There's also tons of other great sporting action happening now, including the NHL's push to the playoffs and the NBA as well. So get all the latest news, odds, and info for all of your sporting needs, including Major League Baseball, the NBA, the NHL, and, of course, UFC and MMA as well. So before your team has their next game, head to betonline.ag on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Do not sit on the sidelines for a second longer. This is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. So head to betonline.ag on your laptop or mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Make sure to use the promo code LOCKEDON at betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. Get all the sporting news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. Continuing to recap the Wilds' 3-2 overtime loss to the Vegas Golden Knights last night, we will finish with overreaction or not, and we've got a doozy to start off with here in this edition of Overreaction or Not. Something's going on with Zach Parisi. And that is not an overreaction. Parisi played 7 minutes and 14 seconds uh, on the ice last night. And uh, that could have been just uh, an uptick in minutes for everybody else with Kevin Fiala not playing. But uh, you look at that bottom line, which has been heralded as uh, a one of the more successful lines that this team has had over the uh, the last couple of weeks. Uh, Nick Bukestad had seven and a half minutes of ice time. Nico Sturm had eight and a half minutes of ice time. Parisi and Sturm took nine shifts apiece. Uh, Parisi and Bukestad, I should say, took nine shifts apiece. And a thought popped into my head last night while uh, I was sitting on the uh, in the locker room watch party. Which thank you for uh, for everybody that joined that last night on Facebook, Twitter. And uh, the locker room app as well. We'll continue to do those as we move throughout the rest of the season. Uh, it, it dawned on me that maybe Bill Guerin is trying to play uh, a little bit of hardball with Parisi in trying to get him to be somebody that waves their no movement clause um, ahead of the Seattle Kraken expansion draft. Yes, it probably sounds crazy and a theory that maybe does not have a whole lot of weight behind it. But at the same time, there really is no reason 
especially with being down a premier player as uh, as they were last night without Kevin Fiala. There's really no reason that uh, a line that had been super successful over the uh, the past couple of weeks just inexplicably gets uh, a reduction in ice time. Now, yes, fourth line, so you want to get guys like Kirill Kaprizov uh, on the ice for longer. Kaprizov played 20 and a half minutes last night. Jewel Erickson Eck played 20. Ryan Hartman played um, 18 minutes himself. So, yes, you're trying to get your best players on the ice for as long as possible. But I I don't know. I, I can't. Now that that theory has entered my head, I can't get it out of my head, uh, as crazy as it sounds, uh, because we have seen, and, and I forget the, uh, the specific player, but uh, there was a veteran recently that uh, waived his no-movement clause uh, ahead of the expansion draft. Maybe Bill Guerin is just trying to get Zach Parisi to make a move here that uh, that would help out the team uh, by uh, reducing his playing time in hopes that he'll say, you know, if I'm if I'm going to be a fourth line guy on this team, I uh, I want to go somewhere that I'm going to play. Um, so I, I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm just reading into this situation a little too much, but uh, that would be a classic example of uh, everybody else playing checkers except Bill Guerin, who is playing chess. Uh, if he's able to get Parisi to agree to something like that, if that's truly what's going on, if it's just a scenario where the uh, the top couple of lines just played lo- uh, longer tonight with Fiala out, so be it. But I don't know. It's uh, it's fun to speculate with uh, with some of that stuff. Um, next up on overreaction or not, the Wild are a different team without Kevin Fiala on the ice. That is not an overreaction as well. They missed him last night. They missed his ability to generate scoring opportunities, uh, to fly around the ice, and uh, not only his contributions in terms of trying to score, but uh, also the uh, just overall body of work that Fiala brings. His motor never stops, and uh, that allowed, with Jewel Erickson Eck missing uh, various points of the game, uh, that allowed four teams to, for the Golden Knights to really key in on Kirill Kaprizov and uh, we saw that he was pretty quiet up until the uh, the final couple of minutes of the game. But with Kevin Fiala in the lineup, this Wild team is just a, a completely different gear from uh, where they were last night. And that's not to say they, they played poorly last night. They played a great game last night. But Fiala just brings them to a whole nother level. And so uh, if he is not able to go up until the po- uh, playoff start, this team's definitely going to look different, but uh, hopefully, as I alluded to at the beginning of the show, hopefully it was just precautionary that he was held out last night in hopes that he can get a couple more games in before the season is finished, and uh, then we can go from there. But we'll uh, we'll have to wait and see, but uh, they definitely missed him last night, and I think that was a huge reason that the Wilds could not pull off the win. With Fiala, they, that's a game that they probably win last night, so... We'll, uh, we'll see what happens. We're done with the Vegas Golden Knights for now. I hope that there is a playoff uh, rematch between these two teams because it was some of the best hockey we've seen all season. Uh, pretty much all of these games, with the exception of the 5-1 uh, win for Vegas in Game 2 of the series, every other game was decided by one or two goals. And that's the kind of hockey we want in the playoffs. So hopefully we get that rematch but uh, for now, the Wilds will turn their attention to the Anaheim Ducks for two games starting tomorrow night uh, and Saturday 
and then finish the regular season up next week against the Blues. So that is going to do it for today's episode of Lockdown Wild. Again, make sure to follow Lockdown Wild wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also follow us on Twitter at Lockdown Wild. You can follow me as well at Seth Topes. Thanks for tuning into today's episode, Wild fans. Enjoy the rest of your day. And don't worry, we'll be back tomorrow with another episode of Locked on Wild.